Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by the KG Cast Lush. Cast, how are you doing, bro? Hey, now! I'm doing fantastic, and I am ready to go on another magnificent show. This is a current show against an old show now. I think last week we did two... Uh, Two, we did a nostalgia, two old ones. This one is uh, TLC 2019 versus yep. No Mercy 99. We're doing. We finally have left the year of 1997, and we're yep. bringing you current stuff well, for versus now. 99. For now, for for now. now. We've we'll be back <laughs> very shortly. If you're soon, into soon enough, soon enough for sure. But yeah, today's episode is WWE's TLC from this past weekend versus WWF No Mercy 1999. The pay-per-view that spawned the greatest wrestling video game of all time for the N64. Uh, this pay-per-view has a really soft spot in my heart. I actually uh, enjoyed it a lot more than most of the Attitude Era pay-per-views. Uh, but what I definitely did enjoy was last week's show, which was Bad Blood 97 versus TLC 2009. I got some pretty awesome feedback about how we broke down the very first ever Hell in a Cell uh, and I got some good feedback about uh, how I dissected, I guess, that women's match in Did 2009. You know? Cool. Uh, about the agents, um, you know, like the agents maybe holding them back. Oh said, yeah, yeah. And 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 I had a, I got a buddy of mine that 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 hit me up and was like, yeah, man, I never thought of that, but that makes total sense. So. Oh fuck that guy. He just likes. <laughs> he does just like <laughs> me. I appreciate you listening though. Um, yeah. Okay. Kidding. So yeah, let's dive right into it here, man. It's 1999. We're in our way back machine. Uh, the Attitude Era is just pumping on full force. An opening match here is uh, the Godfather versus Midian. Uh, and man, Godfather was like super, super over at this point. Uh, it really seemed like everyone was kind of over in this era, though. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. It, it's kind of it's kind of wild how point. like how hot the crowd was. Um, honestly, this match wasn't as bad as a lot of other matches we've covered from like this era. Uh, but that being said, it certainly wasn't like a barn burner or anything. Uh, there just weren't really any noticeable botches and the crowd was hot and it wasn't too long and Godfather got the win after the hoe train or the train wreck or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I gave it two stars. So a solid C minus D plus C minus. What did you think about Godfather versus Midian? Yeah, man, this match kind of started a theme for the show for me, at least, uh, with a bunch of just, you know, not bad, but not great matches. You know, there was a bunch of matches. I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not saying all of them, but there was a few on this show, yeah. uh, starting with this one that, uh, like I said, they're not terrible, but they're not, they're not some, anything to write home about. Um, I will say something else, um, is that I noticed right off the bat at the beginning intro, how crazy is it that just a few years, how much things have changed from 1995 WWF oh, God, yeah. to 1999 WF, WWF. I mean, things are just so different. But with the Not only that, but like, think about how different it is from 99 to like 2003. Like yeah. That four years. Oh, span that's even, crazy. A, even too. bigger jump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say this is a pretty big jump, though. I mean, just all around, man. It's it, it's a different show altogether. Um, yeah. Even the opening. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even the opening package, it still has that. That uh, old 90s era, you know, voiceover package yeah. with the guy talking, but it's definitely attitude. You can tell they are in the attitude era um, that Shawn Michaels created. Um, but let's go to the uh, Godfather Midian match like you were talking about, man. Yeah. I don't have much more to add to it. Um, I gave it a C. 
uh, Godfather wins with uh, with the hoe train, which I forgot that his move was called the hoe train. It's he just gets him in the corner and just yeah. chug a chug a chug a choo choo, gets him in there. There's hoes. Hits him with the train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Co- commentary was uh, off on this one though. I did not like. They weren't even watching the match. They just kept talking about the main event. Um, Viscera interferes is another thing I don't think we touched on, which not nothing great. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and it did feel like uh, I'm pretty sure they said they booked it just that night. It wasn't even planned. It, and there was another match that got booked later on. I wrote it in my yeah. notes. I don't remember which one, but it got booked at Sunday Night Heat, which was right before it. So it felt like there was a few matches on the card, like they just were filling in space. And this was sure. definitely one of them. They like hurry up and made a reason why they wanted to fight yeah. rest each other. So that kind of doesn't, you know, never. I, I actually gave it a C minus. But um, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I think so, we're, in the, we're in the same boat. I said D plus C minus, so I think we're yeah. about in the same boat on that one. We're just gonna. There are a couple extra matches on uh, the 99 show, so we're just gonna keep it rolling here in 99. Uh, backstage are the package for Triple H at Austin, which was kind of weird. Uh, the whole thing with the makeup and China and everything, uh, it was just a little, a little too, too um, soap opera for me. Yeah. Uh, but it was what it was. Uh, there was a promo by Ivory on Moolah, and that was a big yikes, uh, super cringy for me. Was not looking forward to this match. But here it is. It's Ivory versus Moolah for the WWF Women's Championship, and man, was this bad. Um, it's really Ivory against May and Moolah. And while there were some like funny moments, uh, they didn't intend to be funny. And so that's why... like. They were trying to have an intense match, but they weren't. It was just funny. There was some obviously botched spots. I mean, Ivory almost like broke her neck on a dive outside of the ring at one point. Mm. Um, King was pretty hilarious, and I was entertained by by commentary on this one. I feel like this one's the flip, where the commentary was entertaining and the match was really bad. Um, Mula stole a win after May got the distraction. Uh, and Mula was the new women's champion in 1999. I gave it a half a star just for the commentary because I thought King was hilarious. So a D minus. Uh, what did you think about Ivory versus Mula? Man, I enjoyed it a little bit more than you. I thought it was funny and just uh, it was entertaining all around, man. Mula was so old here in 1999. Yeah. Um, but we ended up seeing her like well into the 2000s. Like this yeah. was not her last run at all. Like we saw both her and Mae Young, who looked about 110 years old in this match. Yeah. Um, there was definitely sloppy stuff when it came to Mae Young. You know, Mula wasn't terrible. She no, definitely yeah. wasn't great. But Mae Young, uh, you know, not her fault. She was really old, could barely move. She was hunched over. You know, she's got all this arthritis and crap going on, man. But it was crazy either of them could be out there, man. And they took big bumps. Mae Young took bigger bumps than Moolah almost. And she just got back up, man. It was crazy. The Mae Young uh, gets drop kicked from the apron to the outside. That would hurt for a a grown man. And like a 25-year-old grown man falling off the apron like that onto that mat. That hurts. I've done it. It it really, really hurts. And she, she took it like a champ. King's commentary was hilarious. He uh, at one point said, don't you just love seeing old women get beat up? And I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then, shockingly, Moolah wins after Mae Young interferes again. After Mae Young literally got the crap beat out of her. Like I said, she's drop-kicked from the apron. Man. She took a couple bumps. And then she still gets back up, interferes, and, and Moolah wins. She becomes a champ. I gave it a C just because of just the craziness uh, of these old women. I mean, the ladies and, I, and I enjoyed sure. it. 
I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was hilarious. The most I could give it would be a full star instead of a half star, but I'm not giving it any more than a solid D. I just can't I hear do you. it. Can't I, do it. Can't I do like it. But you know what? That's going to bring us back to the current day, and we'll get our first little taste of uh, this, this past weekend's event. Here we go. Uh, it was a pretty cool like fireworks show they had for the Open. Definitely trying to flex on AEW a little bit with that. Yeah, I keep forgetting that they. Yeah, I keep forgetting they brought the fireworks back. So every time I it, and it looks old school when you see yeah, it. It's cool. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. man, this is great. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that had a little the set and everything. They had ladders everywhere. I like. I like where they're. I like what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. The opening match here is the New Day versus the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and it is a ladder match. Uh, man, yeah. from the from the world title to opening for the tag belts, ladies and gentlemen, Kofi Kingston. Oh, uh, I mean, wow, man. dude. Honestly, though, I was pretty hyped, and this was uh, the opening of the show. And I gotta say, I, I don't know of any wrestler that has been in more ladder matches than Kofi Kingston, if you really think about it. Like with all the TLCs yeah. and the Money in the Banks and like everything that he's been in, I think he's been in more ladder matches, televised WWE ladder matches, than I think anybody else ever. Um. So he obviously knew what he was doing, uh, and it was a great match, dude. It was, I mean, it was a barn burner. This match was absolutely fantastic. Uh, both teams did a fantastic job of putting the spots in good places, and they sold well. Uh, it wasn't too fast, uh, which which can can happen a lot. Like to me, a tag team, one like you know, two teams. This is the best way to do a ladder match to me. You know what I mean? And we'll mm -hmm. talk about that more on this show for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I felt like both these teams really pulled their weight. They did a fantastic job. Um, it, it wasn't like the match from 99, uh, but I still think that, that this is probably like, this is probably one of the better tag team ladder matches since those original TLC matches with the Hardys and the Dudleys and everything. I really, really enjoyed it. That big ending off the ladder by Big E was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Kofi getting the better of Dawson and snagging the tag team titles for the win. I loved it. I give it four stars, a solid A from me. Um, almost an A plus, but it did. Uh, there were a couple cluttered spots where uh, the revival was kind of like slow playing, like they took too long climbing up the ladder. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe one of the new day guys just didn't get up in time. There was just a couple of noticeable feeding spots, but uh, but overall fantastic match. What did you think about this opening uh, match for the SmackDown tag titles? I mostly agree with you. I'm not that high on it, like you said. Um, they did slow down a little bit and kind of build up some spots. Both teams, um, I'm really high on. I'm really high on, you know, obviously I love Kofi and Big E, the New Day, but the everybody loves Revival. They're great. And, and they, you know, which is, it's hard to do now because of how many years they've been doing TLC and all these ladder matches. It's hard to come up with new creative spots with the ladder and all the stuff. And, yeah. and hey, they were able to do some stuff that, um, maybe we've seen before, but we don't see often. Uh, it seems sometimes people just kind of go for the same stuff, you know, putting yeah. two, putting two ladders together, one to, you know, and just, you know what I mean. And and yeah. I saw a couple of things that were pretty creative. Um, Kopi, you know, Kopi. Hey, what's Kopi. up, Kopi? Uh, Kofi did a couple. Kofi did a couple, not Kopi. I put that all together as Kopi. Kopi did a couple. Kopi did a couple. Um, Kopi did a couple. There you go. You know what? F you. Um. <laughs> He did a couple impressive uh, high high risk maneuvers, doing all his shenanigans. He's great. Oh, uh, what a maneuver! What a maneuver! Um, revival was great. Kofi gets the titles after sending uh, I don't remember which one, but he sent awesome. him through the 
through the ladder was set yeah. up kind of like a like a table was um sent him through it as he you know pushes his head into the ladder um yeah man i gave it a b i thoroughly enjoyed it it was one of the better matches on the card i will say i, I really um looking back uh, enjoyed this uh more fondly than most on the rest of this 2019 tlc show yeah, I agree. It was it was one of the better matches. It may have actually been a uh, match of the night, in my opinion, on, on the TLC show. Um, but yeah, let's jump back over to 1999. Uh, Vince is kind of in a semi-babyface role here, telling Triple H that his title match is uh, no DQ. Of course, yeah, it, it kind of weird often. that that kept happening. It yeah, was like, it was strange. I don't remember him ever being really a babyface. It didn't make sense. It was, yeah. yeah. I'm not really sure what was going on here at all. But the next match was the New Age Outlaws versus the Hollies. Uh, and, man, the Outlaws were ridiculously over at this point. Um, and the match was actually pretty pretty good, considering. Um, a lot of current tag teams would do well to watch this match. It wasn't really a show stealer, uh, mm-hmm. but it was a really solid tag team match. Uh, and you really can't argue much with it. Uh, I mean, of course, I'd love to see a definitive finish. Uh, but either way, it was actually kind of a pretty clever way to do a DQ with hardcore sliding in the chair. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like as uh, almost Eddie Guerrero ish. Uh, it was, it was, it was just a really clever DQ spot there for the finish. And I liked the match a lot. I thought it was booked pretty well. I gave it two and a half stars, so a solid C plus. Um, what do you think about New Age Outlaws versus the Hollies? Man, I disagree wholeheartedly i oh, wow. was not into this match man um i do agree my first note was the first thing you said uh talking about how over uh the new age outlaws were and i'm a big i was always a big new age outlaws fan so i'm, I'm definitely not just hating and another thing is i was a big ha- uh crash holly fan not so big on hardcore holly but i love crash holly um the new age outlaws were so over jr said this is one of the greatest tag teams of all time that's a quote from the pay-per-view um and yeah i love the as a kid i love the whole gimmick of ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages that whole thing just who didn't love that as a kid man but um man the match was way too slow when it didn't need to be there both teams were getting each other in headlocks and just laying on the mat uh for long periods of time i mean it almost it was like watching uh freaking Luthez and and whoever man it was it was just a old old school too old school for me and i love old school um it was very slow very boring um to the point where i was uh, kind of uh just at awe of how they could get that boring in a match um it all led to billy gunn uh getting a hot tag which was not good it took like forever for that it was a then a dq because of a chair brought in uh, by Bob Hawley. Um, he brought it into the ring, and then uh, Billy Gunn, I think, accidentally famousers him onto the chair that he brought in, and then the Hawleys win. Uh, it's just, it wasn't good for me, man. I actually You're out gave, of your damn mind. I actually gave this match an F. What? An yeah. F? Good yeah. lord. Did we watch the same match? I, mean, uh, like... I don't think you watched the same match as me. I thought that was a terrible match. You're out of your Terrible. Mind. I didn't like the match. finish. I didn't solid. like the fin- I didn't like the beginning, the middle, or the end. Well, really why don't you guys tell us? Because I gave it I gave it a C plus. He gave it an F. Go go check out New Age Outlaws versus the Hollies from uh, No Mercy '99. Please. Tell tell us which one is wrong here. Please. Uh, maybe Cass. But anyway, let's jump over. Let's jump back <laughs> over to 2019. Know it all. Uh, yeah. So King Corbin is in the back cutting a promo on Roman Reigns, uh, and a pretty mediocre promo as it is. 
Um, he's just not a believable threat to me. Um, mm-hmm. He's just so, like, there just isn't anything authentic about him. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't feel any yeah. like anything genuine from him. Uh, maybe that's the problem. Uh, but the creative is just super weak at this point, man. I mean, they're, it's just really trying. bad. They're trying. They're like, they've been trying and it ain't working. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not working. Uh, I did like that they kind of recapped the pre-show and gave us the highlights from uh, Carrillo and Andrade. I will probably go back and watch that. It looked like Andrade got busted open. And it uh, looked, just from the highlights, looked like a great, great match. I haven't had a chance yet, but I do plan on going back and watching that pre-show. Cool. I haven't seen it either. Uh, but yeah, this next match, man. You know what? I'm actually going to say that this next match was my overall match of the night on TLC. It was the sleeper, and it, like, dude, completely blew my mind. Um, it was a quick start. Both of these guys are just super good. Uh, Black broke his nose pretty early on, and I got to say the color and that kind of, like, aggressive style from both guys kind of made this one an absolute banger to me. I, I loved the match. The striking was, like, was perfect. Super, super snug. Uh, both guys sold really well. Um I mean, they like they let they let there was air between the big strikes that you could see them like sell with their bodies and their facials. I thought it was a just really good uh, two in a row for me on this show. I, I I really love this match and yeah, this is my actual pick of the week. Wow. Uh, for, for especially for this pay per view, uh, I gave it four stars, so a solid A from me. What did you think about Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy? I think me and you watched two different shows back-to-back, brother, because I disagree again. I did not like this match at all. What is wrong um, with you? Were you man, just in a bad mood? Did no, I was in a, your Wheaties or something? I was in a great mood. I loved the first match. We agreed on the, on the New Day match, but this match just was not good, man. Yeah, they, they did good with the selling, and I, I did like the shots they were getting in. They were looking really good, but they did too many of like the – I hate that new, like, it's like it started from the indies, I feel like. It's very like an anything to do where you give them the forearm and you slap your leg and, you you know, you put the forearm. That's so easy to do and make look and make look good. And they just did it so much. It was like, it's such a easy, like, get a good punch in and learn how to, like, I hate that for that elbow slapping the leg. And honestly, I thought both of these guys were the same person until this match. I didn't realize those are two different guys this whole time. I thought these were the same guy. That's not really their helping gimmicks, the credibility of your opinion. Their gimmicks, <laughs> no, but it's because their gimmicks aren't memorable. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, the one with the, the ripped up type. I believe that's Murphy. Okay. Murphy, they're yeah. both the same guy. Um, I'm going to call him Alistair Murphy and uh, Buddy Black. Um, oh, so mind. Murphy had the ripped up types, terrible look. Um, it's just not a fan of it. Not a fan. The crayon, the crayon, the crowd seemed to be just as bored as I was. They, they, no also, way. the crowd was, dude, you did not they, watch the same I show. watched it. They were, the crowd was super hot. as I was. Nothing looked organic. Dude, they got like a standing like, O at the end did, of the match. They did like this, some was great. easily the show's stealer. Are you out of your mind? They, dude, the crowd was, was not dead. That's an incorrect, like, note. That's just not you, right. You, That's you not watched, even a matter of opinion. We're just too in no, to it. No, you, dude, you, they you gave them a standing ovation at the end of the match. They yes, they did. Standing of yes, they did, the dude. This match stole the show. They were feeding into each other. It didn't look organic. It looked like too much plotted out. Uh, they Crazy. And both of them definitely don't have it either. Like, there's no it factor in either. Like, you could definitely tell, yeah, they might give one of them the world championship, but it's going to be like giving Sheamus the world championship. It, it, or uh, what's that one, uh, uh, the Mexican guy that was the champion. Neither one of these guys are the next Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or even the next Dolph Ziggler. Um, I, I'm not into them. Uh, it was slow. It was boring. It was way too long. 
commentary did do a good job of trying to hype it and talk about how crazy it was. Aleister Black wins. I gave it a D minus. Yeah. Okay, guys, you can direct all your hate tweets at Cast Lush because I know for a it's fact true. that everyone this everyone disagrees true. with you. Like everyone, everyone you know everyone. I know I'm, everyone. Dude, this is it was it stole the show, man. It was like the talk of the town. Everyone's been talking about this match. Both of these guys are like, look at they both look the same. They're not anything like the same. They're they getting dude. Both you, look the no, same. No, they don't. One dude is covered in same. tattoos and he's six four. They don't look anything they alike. Look you're out of your. You're they absolutely out of your. I board, thought they were dude. the same guy. I don't even I know how. We and then they both the show. came out and I, I was like, like, how are they doing? Is this smoke and mirrors? Is this smoke and mirrors? Or is this? Well, don't just say my opinion. It's garbage, just because. And you know what? You know what I wish. You know what I wish you have was some of the smoke most and mirrors. Opinions I've ever I, heard before yeah. in my life. You know. You know what I wish was just smoke and mirrors. This next match, but unfortunately, it was it a, a real plus. thing that happened. Jeff Jarrett and China for the IC title. And man, this really didn't age well. That this was a good housekeeping angle. Uh, that's some real life heat right there that you can get right there, boys and girls. Like this is not made. Like, this is not a bit. This is real. This is. This, real. Yeah. This is a real thing that happened. Yeah, uh, it was Jeff Jarrett versus China for the Intercontinental Championship in a good housekeeping match. Uh, man, and uh, you know what? I want to go ahead and let you lead this one. Since I feel yeah, like you're, it's just the blind leading the blind here this today, was, why don't you go ahead and, and tell me what you what you thought about it. You probably gave this one an A+. Plus, this but. one was one of the – this is – honestly, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, and you know what? Jeff's really right. You know, women belong in the kitchen – and then no, I'm kidding. Uh, my first note is exactly what you said, dude. This is just not age well. Uh, you know, it is interesting that it's for the IC title, and and China's in it. China looked good though, dude. China, oh, yeah, she looked great, looking hot. I liked yeah. it. Um, yeah. and she was and she performed well, even though it was kind of a weird match. Um, obviously this story probably wouldn't go today. Um, housekeeping match, uh, to, and you know, there was stuff about, you know, to show China what she should be doing and all that stuff by, by Jeff Jarrett. Um, pretty much, uh, just a hardcore match, you know, housekeeping match was the gimmick and ha by housekeeping, they meant like household items. Um, yeah. and it actually became a detriment to a match that actually could have been well because China is a good enough worker that they could have actually put together a good match, but they took yeah. that housekeeping match gimmick to heart and yeah. without really explaining that to begin with when they should have, they waited to tell you at the end that the way to win, you can't win unless it's a, a house hold item, which is probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So if you didn't see, um, let me just keep, uh, hold on. Let me get back. So, um, I, I would have just rather the mat, a, a regular match. Let me just say that I'm going to get back sure, to what I was course, talking about yeah. there with the household items, but I would have ra much rather a regular match and see China do what she can really do in the ring. Cause I, like I said, I think she could really do it. Yeah. Um, so Jeff ends up, this is what I was getting at. Jeff ends up winning by using the title, the WWF IC title. He hits her with it. And then yeah. the referee says, no, 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 we got to restart the match because you used an item. So the whole match, they're using weapons, but he used the title. And right. since the title isn't a household item, that doesn't count, which is ridiculous. Yeah. They didn't explain that at the beginning. They just kind of threw it in as like a swerve, bro. Um, that's kind of obvious what was – I don't know if he was still here at the time, but it definitely seems like a Russo thing to do. Um, and then China wins right off the bat by hitting him with a guitar – 
And it's like, okay, a guitar, yeah, you have it in your house, but really that's a, a musical instrument. That's a, a studio instrument. That's a bit – like, okay, what if I have my titles hanging up in my house? Like, how is a title that much different than a guitar? I don't really know. And even commentary says – slips up and says, wait, a guitar is a household item? And it was like, I don't know, it's just – the good thing is, is China's the first ever woman to win the IC title, but a crappy finish with a crappy match because they're doing the whole kitchen sink gimmick. Oh, yeah. I mean, D plus to C minus because China looked good and they were trying. I don't. What, what do you, what do you give this one? Yeah, I mean, like I didn't absolutely hate it, uh, but I, I'm we're pretty much in the same boat. Like, I mean, yeah. there were there were yeah, surprisingly. No, no, yeah. Some yeah, surprisingly some decently entertaining spots. At one point, Jarrett uh, hit China with a, a trout, and I lost it. I thought that was absolutely oh, hilarious. Yeah. So there was a raw fish out, that was out there. It was pretty funny. I just kept um, thinking like, wow, it's gonna be smelly. Like, I mean, honestly, like, okay, so I kind of disagree with you when you say like I, I would have rather this just been a regular match because I feel like that would have been more painful to watch. Like, Maybe. just because you know China wasn't like you know. She was a powerhouse, so like I'm not saying that she couldn't work. She could, but she yeah. was like a she was like a one woman road warriors. So like yeah, that's maybe just not, not my like style a, anyway. Like you a see twenty minute like, match, but like maybe sure. like a quick yeah. No, bomb, I agree. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give her like get yeah make put her in a diesel some situation. Shine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I completely you're agree. Right. With you're that. right though. It would have yeah. I mean if they the majority been... of the match was Gaga, and I feel like in this situation that really helped. Uh, there was actually a really great false finish with the kitchen sink. And I can't believe I just said that, but it happened. Uh, but like, <laughs> I, I was like, "Wow, that's, that's kind of funny." Yeah, yeah. Um, Jerry uses the belt for the pin for the pin for the pinfall. Uh, but you know, Teddy Long restarts the match, and we're gonna make this a tag team match, player. No, I'm just <laughs> Almost. kidding. That's not what I did. hate. I just uh, hated that finish, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I hated the finish too. It was. Yeah, I, I ended up giving it a solid D. Uh, not a D plus, not a D minus. It is passable, and that's it. Uh, it you know and. But it would have gotten probably a D minus, other than the fact that it's kind of cool that you know I, I I didn't I never actually watched this match uh, when it came out you know so it was cool to see China win the you know the first ever female Intercontinental Champion pretty cool um, but yeah man let's jump back over to 2019 here and we'll keep the ball rolling and uh, let the good times roll they say so it's uh, a bon yeah so Rusev is in the that's, back that's let the good times roll Daniel that's that's not the good times roll in French, by the way. So Rusev's in the back oh. cutting a pretty solid promo about his uh, reinstatement. Uh, it's kind of weird to see him just be a normal guy on TV and like talk like a regular person. It's just weird that they, I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I, I mean, they did a really a pretty solid job of recapping um, the Rollins heel turn, though. And thank God, by the way. Uh, can we all just say like, I, 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 you know how much of a Rollins guy that I am. And now that he's back to being a heel, people will love him again. And it's like his ring work was never bad guys. You just didn't like his angles because he was a baby face. It's way better that he's a heel. He's like the best heel in the business when he's at his, at his peak. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pumped about that. But yeah, so the next match here is the Viking Raiders versus the OC. Uh, the Viking Raiders kind of come out and cut a promo on why they're the best and issue their open challenge. Uh, and the OC kind of answers the call. Uh, the match was decent, but it wasn't really much to write home about, in my opinion. Uh, I just kind of felt like a filler uh, with no real story. And I feel like if you're going to do an open challenge like that and there's not a story, you really got to make sure that the work rate is just killing it. Uh, and that's not what happened. It was like this could have been a raw match. 
Um, and that's fine. I like the OC. I don't really expect him to have like a, you know, a, a super technical kind of match, but maybe they shouldn't have been the one to answer it on a pay-per-view. You know, maybe it should have just been, uh, I think like even Rude and Ziggler would have been a little bit more fast paced or maybe even the AOP now that they're wearing suits and with Rollins, it just would make sense, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I gave it like, I mean, the match was two stars solid for me. So it was like D plus solid D plus, oh, wow. uh, Maybe C minus. Uh, you know, what do you think about the Viking Raiders versus the OC here? I'm a little more on it than you are. I liked it a little bit more, but but not much. Um, you're right. There wasn't a story, but they were able. I, I think for it to be an open challenge and it I, and it be the Good Brothers, it was a good choice because, as the commentary tells you, the Good Brothers, the OC, were the only ones to ever beat the Viking Raiders. So there's that little, you know, story within this open challenge. Um, and, and I love both of these teams, man. The Viking Raiders might be my favorite tag team going today. Like I just love their, their gimmick. Great, and yeah. They just kill it in the ring. They're so good. And yeah, they're just great. And then I love the good brothers, uh, Gallows and Anderson. So I was, I was kind of, you know, up on this match before it even started, just because, you know, these are two of my favorite tag teams out there. Um, and it was the cool thing. Like I said, this is the only tag team to give them the only loss. So it kind of made sense, even though it's an open challenge. I liked how they did that. Um, I, I like, I like the offense of the, of the Raiders. They did a good job, uh, manhandling Anderson, um, at the beginning of the match. Um, they looked dude, what's the guy. So what's the bigger, taller guy's name? The, the the skinnier one of the Raiders, Ooh. do you know? Uh, Ivar, I want to say. Yeah, you, even if you said it, I probably wouldn't know. But he was like manhandling Carl Anderson. He looked great. The other guy, I, see, I'm saying they're like my favorite. I don't even know the name. The, the shorter, stubbier guy, which I just saw them chug a beer. I, it's Ivar and Eric, but I don't know which yeah. one is which. Okay. But, uh, to be fair, like my favorite tag team is the Revival, and it took me like a year before oh, I realized yeah, I who know. was Scott Dawson and who was Dash Wilder. Like yeah. it took me forever. So I, I love them funny. both. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Did you see that video that just came out of them, uh, the Viking uh, Raiders? They're at a uh, basketball game or something, and they chug beers, and then the the shorter one takes off his shirt and like is screaming to the crowd. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's this hilarious. is hilarious. Yeah. I just saw that on Facebook and I loved it. Eric, anyway, Eric is the is the skinnier one. Eric's Eric, skinny. And then Ivar is the big guy. Man, at the beginning of the match, he was like a beast, dude. He was straight up manhandling uh, Carl Anderson, and I mean, it looked great, dude. It didn't look it didn't look like professional wrestling. It looked like he was beating the crap out of him, man. He looked big, big and tough. And uh, something about that just kind of had me liking this match from the get go. Um, you know, and you're almost guaranteed at least a C match when you have two great tag teams like this. And then the, I like the the KFC gimmick table at the end, dude. Um, the Viking Raiders ended up putting Carl Anderson through it after um, the OC had set up the table, and they did that for the win. Um, and I, I gave it a C plus. I actually, it, the it one, definitely the wasn't one guy great. that was pretending to be a fan though, that was obviously a wrestler that was like overly clapping. Yeah. And like, I was like, dude, you're like the only swole one. I, I thought for sure he was just going <laughs> to get involved in the match. Like he was going to jump in the ring or something. I, I always, I, I always notice that whenever they do stuff like that. And I'm but like, yeah. stop, stop. Like, dude, a normal person would be like, uh, Hey, like, uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, to eat this chicken. Like what's happening? I wasn't too far from you though. A C plus, so a little bit. I was a little more on it, but yeah. 
Where we yeah. where it's so just where, crazy to me that you gave lost. this match a C plus and you didn't yeah. like Murphy and Black. That just like Not it a good legit match, boggles my mind. I can't even. Match. Wow, let's talk about one that's not a great match here either, unfortunately. Uh, package here for the Bulldog versus The Rock. Uh, and I kind of forgot about this angle. Uh, it was kind of sad to see Bulldog here. You can just kind of see that he knows that this is his final run, and that kind of bummed me out. Um, and it just kind of, it would just, it never really got on track to me. It was like, it was like they kept, it was like everything felt like an opening sequence almost. Like they were trying to keep, trying to restart the matches it just yeah it just felt like they didn't have a good tempo and you could tell bulldog just isn't moving the same as he used to um although he did like some crazy bumps like that front flip into the corner that i'd never seen him do before it was just kind of weird like it was kind of a cool spot but it, it was like he was slower but he took more bumps if that makes sense like he moved slower but i felt like he was taking way more bumps than before um it was just strange um the match wasn't awful, but I I I, I, I kind of wish I, would, I was seeing like 1992 Bulldog versus like 99 Rock. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. just not what we got. It was too long for sure. Uh, at least it was a definitive finish, and the crowd was super over for the Rock. That he's definitely on his way up here. Um, overall, I gave the match another two star match, so like a C minus to a D plus. Uh, what did you think about Bulldog versus the Rock? Yeah, man. The interesting here thing here is the british bulldog obviously he's the kind of main thing to talk about in this match other than how over the rock was yeah and the the thing is with bulldog to me uh he's one of my favorites growing up as a kid i'll always remember the british bulldog he's you know he was on top when i was really first getting into it in the early 90s and uh i just love the british bulldog and you know he was this is definitely his last run his look, though, I didn't like, and I understand it. You know, it's the Attitude Era. Everybody was changing things. Everybody was changing their music. Everybody that, not like The Rock, who came in right right before the Attitude Era, then kind of made his mark, but people like Jeff Jarrett, um, Owen Hart, British Bulldog, you know, they're all people that came before. Shawn Michaels even would changed it to DX. Everybody kind of didn't keep their music and their look. Jeff Jarrett cuts his hair has new music, Owen Hart becomes, you know, I am not a nugget and wears the yellow and black, which I wish Owen would have never done that. I like the other Owen better, but British Bulldog, there's a reason why other people did it because it made sense because it's attitude error and it's changed, but I don't like the blue jeans and the, in the boots and the, in the music change. I feel like he should have still been the British Bulldog because you're a legend. He, at that point, even in late nineties, he's a legendary gimmick. That'd be like, I don't know, freaking uh, um, dude with the two by four. Why can't I think of his name? You know, he he's not gonna come out and change his music and his gimmick. You gotta, I don't know. That they just, I think that's why nobody really liked it because you can't change uh, such an. He was, too, it was too iconic. You can't. You yeah, can't, I, I, I don't agree. think he was too iconic to change. I understand why he thought he should and why yeah. whether it was his idea or. The agent's idea or Vince McMahon's idea, it makes sense. I, I probably would have told him the same thing. Everybody, it was kind of a thing that everybody was doing. Literally, everybody did it. Like I said, Jeff Jarrett, Owen, Sean, everybody that was from that time changed yeah. things up. And it worked. For literally yeah. all of them, it worked. Yeah. Um, I think maybe they didn't realize how iconic the British Bulldog was because it just felt weird. Like, when you hear the British Bulldog versus The Rock, you're like, hell yeah. And then he comes out in jeans and he's got different music and you're like, wait, but where's... 
It'd be like Macho Man trying to not be Macho exactly. Man. Exactly. Exactly. Like that just like Mr. Perfect. Possible. Mr. Perfect yeah. not coming out in a singlet. You'd be yeah. like, wait, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different uh, comparisons we could do there. So that was the main thing I saw. But like I said, I I understand. I don't think it was terrible, but uh, both these guys, you could tell at the end, are not. They definitely wish they could do it over. If I had to guess. I gave it a C. Rock wins clean with a rock bottom um, and a people's elbow, which you don't really see often in his career to actually get the rock bottom, get up, and then do a people's elbow. The crowd loved it. The crowd was really yeah. into people's elbow. Um, so that's really cool to see the rock kind of get to do such a clean finish like that where he does yeah. rock bottom. It gets good to see just such elbow. a definitive finish. I yeah. agree. It's like yeah. when you get to see Sean do uh, a forearm, a pop-up, Tap the foot, sweet chin music, gets up, do the elbow, one, two, three. It's very rare you get to see the whole finish yeah, there. The whole and the thing, rock yeah, got yeah. to do it, the whole thing here. So I gave it a C to a C minus. Uh, but yeah, that's what I thought about that, Daniel. Now you're see, you're making me mad on this show, Daniel. Good, good. Pissed. Well, you're you, angry? You sh- I if if I if I had those shitty opinions, I'd be pissed too. Uh, let's jump let's jump back over to let's jump back over to 2019. The Miz is cutting a promo on Bray Wyatt, and it's kind of mild here. Um, he's just such a better heel than babyface. Miz is the same kind of situation as as, as Rollins to me. Like you just can't. Dude, I liked the promo. I thought he had good uh, emotion. It was so cheese to me I though. Thought, I thought it was. I thought it wasn't that cheese. I thought he was. It a wasn't good actor. bad. It wasn't. I thought bad. he was a good actor. Better just, than most wrestlers. It felt really forced to me. You it gotta admit really he's got a little bit better uh, acting chops than most sure, wrestlers. Sure, for he's sure. He's got a little bit more. Sure. He showed emotion. But yeah, so then we get a package for Reigns versus Corbin, and it's Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match. Uh, and dude, this King Corbin gimmick is like it's borderline new generation level with the cheese. Like uh, they just like modernize like the crown and the cape, but everything else is like uh, more like, actually like the late '80s, early '90s when they did with Harley Race. Like it's like uh, yeah. this bad cheesy like King character on somebody who it just doesn't work. Um, and the match is really just a lot of brawling outside. Uh, and when they do get in the ring, it's slow. And this is a TLC match. It's like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you can't have guys that work, like, the, the quote-unquote slow WWE, quote-unquote main event style. Like, you can't you can't do that in a gimmick match like this. Especially when there's just two of you. Uh, and it, it just, it was, it was long. It was boring. It was overbooked. Uh, God, can I just keep saying how way too long this match was? Yeah. Like, Way Please. too long. Um, especially, because let's be honest, man. This is a mid-card match, right? Like, I mean, he, Ra- 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 I mean yeah. Reigns has, like, no title. He hasn't been in the title picture for a while. He's not anywhere near a title program right now. He's wrestling Baron Corbin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's this This is way too long for a mid-card match. I gave it one and a half stars, so I gave it a D, a solid D. Yeah. It, it sucked. I hated it. Corbin got the win after all the he- pretty much all the heels interfered. It was way too much, well, way too overbooked. My crappy opinion, uh, you must have a crappy opinion too because I agree with you. I have the same opinion on this match. Um, it was not good. I was surprised uh, on how much the crowd was actually into Roman Reigns. I'm still shocked about that, that a man was able to get the crowd over just because of cancer. Still kind of weird, and we should all look at ourselves because of that. Um, you know, then Corbin's whole crew comes out. You got 
uh, the Revival, Dolph Ziggler and his bodyguards, and Roman beats them all up and jumps over the top rope. And literally, they keep getting the upper, like, there's like three times they go back and forth where Corbin and all his guys end up jumping all over Roman Reigns. Then the next thing you know, you look down, you look up, and Roman Reigns is beating them all up again. How many times is he going to get, and then he grabs a, a kendo stick. He starts kicking them all with the kendo stick, and then they all start hitting him with the kendo stick. I literally looked away at one point, looked back up after he was getting beat with the kendo stick that he took out, and he was back on top. It was just, uh, it, it was dumb, boring, way too long, back and forth when it didn't need to be. Like, that, they did that gimmick of him overcoming all those guys yeah. and then getting beat down way too much and just milked the crap out of it, and it didn't need to be milked. Nobody wanted to see it. Uh, Corbin gets the win um, with the help of everybody, Dolph and the Revival yeah. mainly. Um, not my kind of match. Um, I did not really, I, I did not like it at all. A lot of outside stuff going on outside of the ring, um, which we saw a lot in this show. It is TLC, but man, they did a lot of, there was a lot of time spent outside of the ring, not just this match, but in, in all the matches. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, the highest I can go on this is a D to a D plus. Yeah. I mean, that's my uh, yeah. story and I'm sticking to it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to it too, man. Uh, and this is a, this is an opinion that I'm going to stick to, and this is a hill that I'm going to die on. This next match is oh. Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. Um, it's the first TLC tag team match that we've ever seen. Um, okay, uh, so this match to me is a monumental match personally. Um, I mean, it changed my life, legitimately changed my life, the way I, I looked at wrestling. I was 14 years old when this match happened, so like I was right on the the cusp and like right getting into like really caring about my backyard wrestling and wanting to actually like have legitimate matches with like lockups and you know chain wrestling and like I wanted to learn how to work properly. And this match was like I don't know, it was just so innovative. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's just. Okay, so, like, Razor and Sean is the genesis, right? And that's, like, an absolute classic. But when yeah. you do it with a tag team situation or multiple people, it it really truly does become a completely different match. And so it's, it's hard to compare. Like, so, for example, like, to me, the, the best ever one-on-one -on -one ladder match is that first one with Sean and Razor. Best ladder match of all time, one-on-one, -on -one, period, right? Yep. To me... Yep. Even with tag teams, even including all the TLC matches, uh, all the Money in the Bank matches, for, for a tag team ladder match, this is the greatest one that's ever happened ever. It's, yep. it's a five-star match to me. This match was five stars. Uh, I mean, it's just – it's insane. Like, it, it, was, it was just so it, – it's, it, it's impossible for me to, to put into words – what these sure. guys did, and there's to this day no indie promotion, nothing that you've seen in New Japan. No one has ever topped this ever, in my opinion. No one's ever topped this. They went from zero to 100. It had never happened before, and to this day, no one has topped this match. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's such. It's been 20 years. Of course, it was like. Everybody wanted to do it on the indies. So there's been a, literally one million ladder matches since this one. And none of them are as good as this one, in my opinion. None of them. Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely love this match. Uh, it, I mean, we talk about, too, like the video game. It is crazy that they actually put that animation of, like, 
Jeff yanking down the bag and doing the kicks and falling. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that from the video game, but like yeah. anytime you had a ladder match, it was always that animation. Yeah. Uh, and they killed it again, like five stars, man. These guys laid it all out on the line. They all shortened their careers or gave themselves like pain problems. Uh, I mean, yeah, five stars. What did you think about the first ever, you know, ladder match? Ladder yeah, match? man. I was a few years younger. I think I was ten years old when this happened. But this match definitely changed me, man. When I when I first saw this, I was hooked on both teams. Um, me and my my best friend Nick actually kind of a. a um, a, com- a joint thing with this match. They also came out with a, a, a VHS tape of the Hardy Boys shortly after this, uh, a couple years after, and they really Leap went heavily. Faith. Yeah, Leap of Faith. And uh, it really went heavily and talked about the behind the scenes of this match and little stuff. And uh, me and Nick used to watch that just weekly. And we would, yeah. And we just, we and they would do their backyard wrestling thing. And that's why we did our backyard wrestling thing. As much as Shawn Michaels. Uh, formed me as a person, other not even just wrestling, which is kind of bad in some ways because of Shawn Michaels, but and, and then and also wrestling. <laughs> so did the Hardy Boys and uh, me and which is also he, bad, <laughs> which is also a little bad because Jeff's pretty much a newer version of Shawn in a way. Um, no, but uh, yeah, man, we really lived off this match. We watched it, we dissected it, we watched the documentary over and over and over again, which. That dissected it on their point of view. It made us do backyard wrestling. It made us want to be wrestlers. We both tried. He ended up kept doing it. And uh, he, in every interview, my best friend Nick who wrestles, every interview he always talks about uh, that Leap of Faith uh, documentary, this match, and me and him watching it and how it, it kind of changed both of our lives. And he always name drops me too, so that's pretty nice. Um yeah, dude, this this um, match is is incredible, and and the thing is, is it's not a spot fest, like you said, man. This is the best way to do a tag team ladder match, and I think the the problem that most people get in the indies all the way up to WWE is they try to emulate this match, and then also the one they did at WrestleMania, and then the other one they did at another pay per view. I think they did three of them. Um, with the Dudley boys included. Um, And they try to kind of include everything and it becomes like this spot fest, especially when there's more than just two tag teams. And I think that's also the problem because there's more than just two tag teams that becomes too many people and everybody wants to get their stuff in. So it's the great amount of people, you know, obviously I like just a one-on-one, you know, like Sean and Razor, but if you're going to up it, if you're going to up it, keep it to just a tag team versus a tag team, because any more than that, it's going to become a spot fest, whether you like it or not, because there's not enough time and then it gets boring, blah, blah, blah. Obviously I don't need to say it, but um, man, they did did such the high risk maneuvers that we saw in this match, man, with Jeff, everybody, Matt was doing it. Some incredible stuff, dude. Um, Jeff was on a different level than the rest. I mean, Jeff was like, it's weird looking back now because you we see it so much, but even with looking with even with what we know now, Jeff is still incredible in 1999. I mean, it's oh my just, god, yeah, he was, I mean, yeah, he was breaking down the yeah. rules dude it was yeah it was crazy man this yeah, this I mean, match you can't yeah i mean look, look people can say what they want about jeff hardy and like i agree I, I agree with a lot of it uh i mean for sure but like in 1999 this dude was arguably the most innovative wrestler in the yeah. game at the time i mean I, I mean just no one was 
I mean, he made a lasting impression. Everything he did, from the way he did a drop kick, every single movement yeah. he made was unique. No one else moved like him, but it always flowed. It never looked like oh, it was out of step. It never good. looked like yeah, it was always smooth. He was a great worker. Like, dude, to me, that's like phenomenal level worker. Like when you can make stuff look all unique, all the way down to a punch or a drop kick, every yeah. single thing you do is unique. And it still flows with every single person you work with. That's like genius level to me, man. Like you can't, I mean, yeah, yeah. that guy was just killing it, man. You're talking just about that, that oxen kick? All of it. Uh, JR would stuff. call it yeah. the drop kick. He, uh, yeah. JR would call it the, uh, an oxen kick. Yeah. Um, anyway, this match, dude, is revolutionary. No indies, no young bucks, no nothing. They they can't even touch this type of match. Um, they need you just you need to go back and watch this match if you've never seen it. It really shows you how to do it. They didn't rush everything. They didn't. It wasn't a spot right. fest. They really right. just killed it, man. Um, they do a, a classic phenomenal show. selling for that kind of yeah. match. Yeah. Oh God, the selling was top, and that's the main key probably yeah. why we hold it so up because of the selling. Yeah. People forget how important selling is, yeah. and selling is the greatest thing that's why sean i know i talk about sean but that's why sean's looked so high blonde because he's a seller um they do the classic sean razor spot which i thought was great a great nod to the sean razor match they did a nod to the first ever ladder match where sean and razor the ladder gets tipped and everybody does a and they both do a crotch uh job on the top ropes you know they 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 get themselves on the top ropes and both teams did that side to side. I yeah. love seeing that because that's a nod to Sean. It was homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hardy's win. And then they actually didn't win any of the other two that happened after this with uh, their yeah. little the three. I gave it an A plus, man. It's just uh, what more can you say about this fantastic match? And uh, it sucks whatever's next on 2019 because it's probably not going to compare to this revol I mean this is a revolutionary match. Revolutionary for sure. One of the few times we get to talk about a revolutionary match. So it's always fun, but let's go on. I think we are uh, to something that wasn't revolutionary. I think Not it's at all. Uh, the Miz and Bray Wyatt. It certainly is. So yeah, we're uh, we're back over here in 2019 and there's a package covering The Miz versus Bray Wyatt. It was pretty solid. Uh should be interesting to see how Wyatt works when he's not the fiend, you know? Uh and dude, I got to be honest, I feel like I, I like I was checking. I had to watch the show the day after it came on just because I had a bunch of stuff going on with the kiddos. Um, And so, like, I had to pause it for – I think I went to the bathroom, and I was like – I thought for sure, like, oh, we're about to do the main event. And I, like, looked at the time, and we were, like, right halfway through the show. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this show is way too long. Like, Yeah. And that bummed me out. Like, so I was like – I even wrote in my notes. I was like, I'm going to try really hard not to be biased for the rest of this show because I'm so bummed that, like – because I felt like if they would have ended it here, this would have been a great, pretty good show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pretty solid show. Like, not yeah. not a bad show. If you would just ended it right here, this is the last match. Like, uh, you know, you pretty you have this this Miz versus Wyatt and the angle that you hot shotted, uh, because you're really just trying to get back to the Daniel Bryan return. And yeah, you know it's just yeah. this one off match. Um, but hey, there isn't a red light, and so that uh that means I can actually rate the match. Uh. Miz is really trying to be a genuine babyface, but again, like, this guy is just a natural-born cocky heel. Like, I mean, the whole match is just Miz essentially laying on heat, too, which is really strange. Like, Wyatt finally cuts him off, hits his sister Abigail out on the outside, and then one more in the ring, and that was it. It was so weird. Like, it didn't—it was a bad match. Yeah. wasn't really well put together at all. Uh, and the post-match stuff, too, with, like, the Fiend on the screen— uh, and Wyatt with, like, the clown hammer just felt really weird. Maybe that was the goal. But then the Daniel Bryan thing happened, 
and he returned. Uh, but that took too long. It, like, it took too long for that to happen. And then him, like, just using the hammer to hit the ring mat was super silly. Like, it was like, what was the point of having this hammer? Like, nothing yeah. happened with this hammer. Like, it, it just, it was bad. Bad creative, stupid, didn't like it at all. Uh, I gave it an F. I gave the whole thing an F. The match, the, the I mean, I, I, okay, look. I'll give, you know what? I'm going to give it a half a star just because I did feel like Daniel Bryan back with, like, the old, like, shaved head and, like, the no beard, like, looking like old school Daniel Bryan. Yeah, And I like doing, that. like, the baby face thing. Like, dude, that's, like, you guys are in desperate need of good baby faces. Like, you have so many people on your roster that are just great heels. Like, Bray, great heel. Miz, a better yeah. heel. Rollins, great heel. Like, you, you just, you don't have any good baby faces, really. Like, I even think Reigns would be a fantastic heel. If he just went heel, he'd be fantastic. Yeah. But they don't right. have any good baby faces. You got Kevin Owens right now. And honestly, he can just do both really well. He can be a baby face yeah, or a heel perfectly. He's kind of like that, the gray, the color gray. Yeah. He's kind of like yeah. uh He's a Steve Austin. He really yeah. is. He can be he, really can, is. he can he can do both. But Daniel Bryan is your true baby face that like everyone wants to love and will cheer. And it's yeah. so hard to get that reaction from like quote unquote smart fans. Like anytime that you can actually set up a situation where you genuinely want the smart fans to cheer the baby face and boo the yeah. heel, that's when you're doing your job. And creative is doing a terrible job of that. I mean, they're booing Lashley because he sucks and they like Rusev because he's a good worker. But it's weird because it's like the office thinks that the crowd likes the angle. We hate the angle. We yeah. just like Rusev and we hate Lashley. So admit, that's, that's why we're cheering and booing. The angle sucks. What you're doing, the storyline is awful. All the creative that's happening right now, this year has been a really down year for main, main roster WWE creative. And honestly, yeah. it's been a down year for NXT down year. too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, AEW is emerging as a as a top contender. I mean, yeah. yeah, people people are talking about like the ratings and like all that, but dude, like it's 2019. Like, ratings only count for live TV. Like, who watches live TV? Like, I I I have TV. I still have cable, and I I don't ever have a chance to watch AEW live. I have yeah. a life. Like, I DVR it, but if you don't watch it within like the first 12 hours of you DVRing it or something like that, it doesn't count towards the rating. So it's like, how many? people are DVRing it. How many people are watching it on the TNT app? How many people are just watching it online? Like, yeah, I mean, they look like they're packed at every show. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I know we're, I know we're bunny trailing here. So let's, let's come back to the match. What do you think about this whole thing? This Ms. Wyatt, Brian fiasco. Yeah, I'm not going to add too much more because you pretty much touched mostly on it, man. Uh, Again, this, they were on the outside of the match a lot. You touched all over it. Um, yeah, dude, nothing special. It was an okay match. Uh, Bray wins clean, pulls out a huge mallet from under the ring, which it's like, what are you doing? The biggest yeah. thing of this match is obviously the surprise of Daniel Bryan. He's got his new look. Um, you know, you got little DB. He looks so small, too. He's so small. It's so funny how much he's over and he's the champ. And there's there's people we gotta you gotta thank along the way for that one of which uh killed himself and his family which is weird but uh Ooh, it's yeah. so weird that he's so small i just it's i just noticed it when he was out there i'm sorry to bring it up but he came out and he looked so little i was like i like but that he's like, such a good worker and like he just worker. he's just genuine he's just I mean, ray he's a great baby face i love ray i think ray's a good world champion man and yeah. and i used to oh, think yeah. that I'd other guy was before he again did what he did and and um uh, Shawn Michaels is even little man even Bret Hart man so he's got yeah. a lot of people to thank for that uh, he's even smaller than them 
Um, yeah, dude, this match is like D minus to to nothing. I mean, it, it just. Yeah. I gave it a D minus just because the return. This is was not good. good. Yeah, the return just, was good, and that yeah. was it. We'll uh, give and I like I like the look too specifically. I like the fact that he shaved yes. his head again and he's got like the no beard. It looks very much like the the oh, beginning of Daniel beard. Bryan. Like, and yeah. I hated I hated like the Seattle grunge like long hair that he had too. It was just yeah. not not vibing with that. On a all. man that age, it's like come on, dude. We're we're close to the you know get grow up, bro. We don't do that. Get 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 out of here with your oh. beanie on. Well, you can speak for yourself over there. Your beanie on. Grow uh, up. <laughs> Yeah, so the next match over here is where are we? Tell me where we're at in ninety nine, bud. We are at I will tell you it is Valve Penis, I mean Venus versus Mankind. Um also just again this pay per view was uh you know, I thought this pay per view was gonna be a lot better than it was, I'm gonna be honest. But uh yeah, yeah Valve Venus, Mankind, um another pay per view match booked earlier in the night this is the one i, I kind of talked about earlier this is the one that was booked out on sunday night heat earlier that day um i don't like uh stupid build-ups like this and and then they're doing the whole thing with val venus has his own um socko type thing rocco get it because like a rock yeah. hard penis is i guess what they were going for um or maybe it's because mankind's teamed up with the rock who knows um you know, uh, the wrestling because Mick thought that Val was the rock taking a crap. Yeah. And then he gave um, Val Venus, again, who he thought was the rock, his new book under the stall because he thought it was the rock taking a doo doo. So he just handed the book under the stall. Val Venus took offense to this and, and, and got mad. And now they're having a match. And, and Daniel, that's, that's the build up to this. Yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. That's what yeah. happened. The Rock randomly comes out, does a speech. Uh, Triple, tri- wait, what has happened? Did this happen? Triple H comes out, um, beats him up with a sledgehammer, and does a stretcher job. Okay, so that was the buildup before they came out. I'm sorry, I got myself confused. So th- there was a little promo package of what happened in Sunday Night Heat, and what I just said just happened. Yeah. Um, but before the match starts... The Rock does come out. He does a little speech. And like I said, Triple H comes out with a sledgehammer, beats him up. They do a stretcher job, blah, blah, blah. Then the match starts. Such a pointless, stupid match. Um, Mick pulls out uh, Rocco from Val's tights. They, you know, they're pulling at it. Um, a bunch of penis jokes from uh, commentary. Um, a mediocre filler match is really what it was. It was just a fill in time. They didn't have enough matches for the show or what. I don't know what it was, but they really threw this one together. You know, maybe if you watch raw or SmackDown before and after this would make more sense, but yeah. it really feels like they just threw this in there for no reason. Uh, it was a Rocco versus Sacco showdown. Uh, Val wins actually with Rocco on the penis grab for the one, two, three. Um, I'm not making that up. He grabbed his penis and pinned him for the one, two, three. Um, uh, this is like an F to a D. What do you, where, where, where do we, what do we give this one? F D what? I mean, he did win with a penis grab. So yeah, I gave it, I mean, back in people do that now. I, so. I, ended, I ended up giving it like actually like a, like a C minus to a D plus. Okay. Uh, because because you like the penis crab. I thought it was funny, and I thought it was a nod to today. Like I feel like Foley's totally the kind of guy that would be like, "Hey, you know, I did that first, right?" You know what I mean? Like he's totally the guy that would that would gloat about that kind of thing. 
Uh, but man, like Val Venus with a better gimmick is a world champion. I mean, he had a great look. He was really good in the ring, and he had mic skills. Uh, so I can't help but feel like it was just a waste of a bad gimmick, really. Um, Hello, lady. Yeah, I mean, j- Foley even at this point though is moving like pretty gingerly, but Val did a pretty good job. I I felt like of at least pulling the weight. Um, pulling uh, the weight. Yeah, quote unquote. I mean, it, I don't know. I love Mick. I love Val. This match just wasn't good. Uh, yeah. It wasn't good. Uh, the Move finish on. was was funny to me. So the testicular claw and the fact that they like the announcer just Ross just said it like five times was really yeah, funny. Yeah, the me. announcing was um, just killing it. Yeah, so I, I yeah I, I wasn't I, I didn't I didn't I didn't absolutely hate it so I'm gonna say like a C minus to a D plus actually. All right, um, I'm close. I said D, so I said yeah, F yeah. to a D. Get out of here. I don't know. Wait. All right, let's hop back over here to 2019. Unfortunately, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, oh, well, here me, they oh, are covering the package one. for Rusev and Lashley, uh, and they did it like celebrity TMZ style, but they did like TLC. Like, oh, it was just really bad. Like super eye roll. Uh, it's a tables match, uh, and man, the match is just all power, power moves, and they've done like a decent job of trying to build a storyline, no matter how silly I may think it is and how we all think it is. Like they've at least tried to build a storyline, uh, and even though the power style isn't like what I particularly like, um, the guys are good at it. And all in all, it was just like a long power focused like street fight. And I'm trying to, like, not be biased. I just can't be invested in something I don't like, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but both these guys have, I mean, they've had good matches before with smaller guys. And this match just wasn't wasn't really bad, per se. It just wasn't for me. Um, I mean, I really did try, but the finish sucked, too. And Lashley gets the win with the help from Lana. I don't know. It was just weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave the match, like, one and a half stars. So, D, D+. Plus. What do you think about uh? What do you think about Rusev versus Lashley in the tables match here? Yeah, I don't know if I can say this and it makes sense. Not that anything I say really ever makes sense, but I appreciate them, you know, putting a story together and sticking with it for this long. No matter what, yeah. And no just the feedback. And you know, and it and it being a real. I like I like whenever Vince called it a men's soap opera. I like that. I like some of the cheese. I like that old school men's soap opera thing. Um, And that's kind of what I think they were trying to do here. It's the men's soap opera. But, man, it just wasn't good. Yeah. You know, it wasn't good like it's, you know, there's, uh, it just, it just, it wasn't great. Then the match wasn't great. Um, It was sad that this is the biggest story they have really going. There's no real story that is this long-gated with the longevity of this one. Um, This is really like the main story that they're piping on Facebook and that they're pushing out there because it's really the only like um, big story they have with uh, ups and downs and a lot of meat. There is a lot of meat on this story, Um, but – um, this is probably the end of the story, I think, hopefully, maybe, because uh, although I'm trying to give it, I'm trying to say good things about it, it wasn't really great. Nothing was good about it. It was a lot, it was very cheesy. The thing they did at the beginning with the TMZ type, that was terrible. Um, match wasn't great. Again, outside of the ring, outside of the ring, like a lot, of, I know it's TLC, but Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, uh, about a D, a D, D minus to to d area on me 
Um, and I, I was, I'm glad we get to go back over to um, 99 because um, I'm a little Are bit more though? fond of this one. Kane. Yeah. Kane uh, versus Xbox versus Bradshaw versus Farouk. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was so weird. It made no sense. The match was so like yeah, it awkward. It wasn't great. Like, it wasn't great. So it was like I a didn't... four corners match, but with tag teams. And yeah. I just really didn't understand it at all. It didn't make any sense to me. And it was also like elimination too, but it's all one versus one. I get like you know one on one on one on one. It yeah. I, it I didn't. I just I didn't. I don't I, like that. No. I, yeah. That was... I mean the work rate was pretty good. I will, I'll say that like the workers were great and the, the spots were cool, but the match just made no sense at all. And then X Pac won, and I was like, what? I, I I I I don't know. This match just didn't make any sense to me. I mean, do you have like? A different kind of take on it because yeah so my take's kind of the same but i was kind of surprised halfway into it the the concept's dumb and i would hope they'd never do this again and it, it's pretty dumb i mean like you're saying it's two tag teams but everybody's against each other yeah very very it just did that didn't make sense no, but yeah. surprisingly the work rate was really good in the match and you know story-wise and everything of Everybody fighting each other really didn't make sense, but I actually liked what was going on, and I like I like elimination matches. I really like elimination matches. I like old school Survivor Series elimination matches. I like uh, elimination chamber. I'm a big elimination guy, so I kind of get a kick out of elimination matches. But I I'm not I'm not trying to just give this match credit. I do not. I, I thought it was really really dumb. So. It could have been a way higher grade if it was like four random people and they had the work rate that they had. But the fact that it was who it was, it, I couldn't get past that. I liked that X-Pac got to win, man. Um, you know, Kane eliminates JBL with a choke slam. X-Pac comes off the top with a spinning heel kick, eliminates Kane. Um, dude, uh, it's down to Kid and Farouk, or X-Pac and Farouk. Farouk uh, dives off the top. X-Pac turns it into an X-Factor for the win. I did like that. I liked that. I liked Farouk diving off and X-Pac going for the win. So the whole finish and X-Pac winning kind of turned a crappy th- And then the work rate in the middle, it just was good. It just I enjoyed it, and I liked the elimination part of it. So I actually gave it a C-plus to a B because of all that. I mean – other than the what I didn't like from the whole setup, I really just liked the match. I really just enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun, good, entertaining match. And yeah. I don't care what you say, Dan. I don't know. I thought it sucked. It I wasn't think for we're me to the main all. event. Yeah, so we're main events on both shows, and our tradition of the year is to let the KG cast just kind of tell us which one he enjoyed the most, or which one he didn't. It wanted to just which one do you want to gripe about, Cass? Which one did which you one hate I want the most? Gripe about. Which one do I want to gripe you're just, about? You're, you got the red ass today, Cass. No, I just, I, just, you to like... you know, I just enjoy it. You do. I think it's you. I think you're... Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I want... You know what? Then tell wanna... me what you like. How about that? Give me some positive. I want to gripe about the Stone Cold Steve Austin Triple H match. How about that? Sounds let's, good. Let's do let's it. Let's talk about it. So, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin... Versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Vince comes down and takes Triple H's uh, sledgehammer away. Again, the weirdness of a heel Vince. It doesn't make no, any sense. Yeah, and I'm yeah. pretty sure baby I remember, yeah, baby I remember this time 
Vince never re- he didn't become a babyface after this. I think this was like some weird gimmick for the match or for the show, and they were like gonna go one way, and then they didn't because I'm pretty sure just Vince was back to being a heel. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think this kind of fizzled out. But um, anyway, oh yeah, then Triple H knocks out Vince right after that. It's a it's a no holds holds bar match. Um, just it was I'm, silly. Not a fan of that. You know, that's not my my thing. Yeah. And it's Stone Cold Triple H with real, which really, if you really deep down think about it, how good can a match between Stone Cold and Triple H really be? Uh, Stone Cold's a brawler because of his neck injury, and Triple H has never been the greatest worker. Um, they do some fighting in the crowd. You know, uh, Austin uses a fan's crutch at one point, I believe. Um, it, it, this is not like this is not going to be a five star match. Let's just say right. that. Bunch of outside-the-ring BS. Um, goes really, really long like matches back then used to. But the surprising thing was the crowd was really into it. Um, there was some back and forth and some false finishes towards the end. Um, again, way too long for me. Rock comes out to hit Triple H with the hammer, the sledgehammer. Hits Austin. Triple H pedigrees the Rock. Pins Austin for the win. Um Three of the all-time greats standing in the ring, Triple H, Stone Cold, and Steve Austin. Um, but I got to give the match a C to a C+. Plus. Not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was it was entertaining. I followed it, mainly because you have two icons out there. It's kind of hard not to, to, to follow and watch, uh, you know. It makes it a little bit easier, even when it's not great. But I tell you... Not the greatest main event I've ever seen. What did you think about stunning Steve Austin and uh, Tara Rising? Yeah, I mean, it's a brawl from the jump, and they did a great job of kind of like building the package here. Uh, but both guys were kind of like slipping on the hardwood, which I thought was pretty funny, and Austin almost busted his ass like twice. Um, but for the most part, the whole first act of this match was like outside of the ring. Uh, and the crowd is hot, but neither one of us are really into that like sort of thing, and I certainly wasn't really into it either. Uh, but the crowd was super hot. I mean, I mean, it, it was both guys were really over at this point. Uh, they even have a ref bump on the outside, so like when they finally get in the ring, Austin hits a stunner, and of course, no one is there to count. And then Baby Earl hits the ring and takes over as the official. I guess it was just it was just really convoluted and didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I mean, the ring. The ring work wasn't bad once they got in there. It just felt like it took way too long to get even in the ring to get the ball rolling. And once yeah. they did get rolling with Earl, it like it, it kind of settled down into a decent pace. Um, it, I mean, there was no doubt it was too long. And, of course, the Rock interferes and hits Austin instead. Uh, it wasn't a bad match, but it was kind of a predictable finish. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really love it. So I ended up giving it like a C- to a D+. Plus. Somewhere, sure. somewhere around there, for sure. Well, we we're kind of on the same page as that. What did you think about the? Uh, it's uh, Becky Lynch and Char- Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus Kubuka, Kubuka baby, Kubuka Warriors baby. Yeah, uh, for the uh, for the women's tag team championships. First of all, Kubuka. Uh, first of all, Kubuka. there are just way too many titles in the Kubuka. WWE right now. Like yeah. they don't make any sense. There's just too many of them. That's why you have and, these long-ass three-hour shows that nobody really wants. Dude, honestly, this match was a miss for me. Like, it was a miss altogether. Yeah. Uh, um, a lot of people were talking about it, but it seemed like they were just, like, I don't know. It just felt like they went out there and winged it. And, like, 
I don't know, an office chair spot with like a kendo stick in a TLC match. Like it just, it was bad. This match was not good. Like neither one of these teams should have been put in this situation. It was like painfully obvious that Flair and Lynch won't win. So I just don't see the point other than like to give, to give like the the, the crowd, like a women's focus gimmick match uh, Mm -hmm. because just because it's unique, which felt forced and not good at all. Um, I mean, overall, people were booing in this match. It was, I mean, it was not good. It was not, it was not a good match. The finish was super anticlimactic too. Uh, and then the brawl from like the faces and the heels that was in the in the back like spills was, out, I and that's how you. That yeah, it was awful, dude. Like the whole the whole way that this, I was just not a fan of this shit at all. Not a fan of this match. Not a fan of the, the way the show ended. The way it, it, there was no point in having this match at all. It was a bad, bad, bad main event. Uh, yeah, I gave it. I gave it a dud. I gave all of this a dud for me. Like I really did not like that T, that TLC match at all. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think uh, surprisingly, I thought I'm surprised. I thought we were going to disagree here, but I I actually agree with you. Um, I think I was worn out. I think this was a really long show. Yeah. At this point, you know, you don't want to even see this. It's and they didn't do a good job. You know, sometimes you can be worn out and then they kill it, and you're like, hell yeah, yeah. Wow. but yeah, yeah, they yeah. they didn't do it, and it's hard to do, you know. But you're in the main event, so you got to do it. They did not do a yeah. good job, um, and. It just it just didn't do it for me. And then the ending with all of them spilling out was just stupid. And and overall, I will say so. Well, before I get to the overall, I'll say I gave it the same thing a dud D. Um, not so much an F because there was a couple good spots and effort was made, but definitely not an F. But I, I would say a D plus maybe. Um, overall though, I think I was just at this point was disappointed in the show and maybe that reflected in my rating for this match and my feelings on this match, but I was very disappointed. I think this is one of the, you know, it sucks. This is the last pay-per-view of the decade for the world wrestling federation entertainment. Um, and it was one of the worst of the year of night, 2019, at least. I Um, agree. I think this is a really bad show. First two matches were great. In my opinion, I liked both of them. Cass sure. only liked one of them. I only liked I one. The first two matches were it, great. It, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, the the whole show wasn't uh, terrible, but it just wasn't good. It was very long and very boring. Yeah. The main word is boring. If I could, if I, I could give this show one word, it's gonna be boring. You, you know what? Um, the the two the 1999 show No Mercy wasn't the greatest show. There was no. a lot of duds, not that much great, but there was, was an iconic revolutionary match. But yeah. even the Jeff the Jeff Jarrett China match was entertaining. I mean, there was more stuff that I could sit through and I wasn't I just bored to death of. There was so much stuff that might have sucked, but it was it was still fun and, and funny and like yeah. the the May Young stuff. It was funny. I wasn't trying to fast forward or something. The nineteen the two thousand nineteen show was boring. I would wrap it up by saying one word, boring. And I yeah. give the win to No Mercy. And I think yeah. you Definitely, dude. Yeah, I definitely gotta give the win to No Mercy here. Um, I mean, by a landslide, honestly, with that five-star match. Uh, now, I will say that my pick of the week, and uh, this is a this. Let, let's settle the score, please. Go ahead and shoot us a tweet. Go watch this match from the TLC. Go watch Buddy Murphy versus Aleister Black. And you guys tell Thanks. us if it was a good match or if it sucked. Tweet Trash. us at kfabecom. That's K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. Also, hit us up on Instagram as well. We do a lot of hanging out over there. But All yeah, right. man. I feel like No Mercy definitely won this one for sure. And let's just jump right in to the rest of the schedule for the upcoming month. 
we are solidifying our um, our new format here. There's just like one week out of the month-long format that I, we haven't quite nailed down yet, but I'm really excited to start that. Uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, next month in January, we will be doing our one-year anniversary show. We're going to have a special guest or two uh, on that one, and that's I'm, I'm super pumped about it. But today is December the 19th. And we brought you WWE TLC 2019 versus WWF No Mercy 1999. Next week, it is the holiday season. It'll be the day after Christmas. And you will finally get the conclusion of the pop culture trilogy comparison of Back to the Future and the original Star Wars trilogy. It's going to be Return of the Jedi. All been waiting. Yeah, I know. Everyone's been waiting for it. Return of the Jedi versus Back to the Future 3. I'm super pumped to bring you guys that show. Uh, the day after New Year, uh, January the 2nd, we were going to be bringing you guys Beware of Dog 1996 versus WCW Beach Blast 1993. A lot of the same wrestlers uh, on that card, mm. the Bulldogs, Steve Austin, I believe Goldust, the all Goldie three of those Han. guys. Yeah, all on the same one. Then January the 9th, it's going to be WCW Starcade from our favorite year. What is it? What's our favorite year, Cass? 1997, Daddy. That's right. So it's WCW Starcade 1997 versus WWE's New Year's Revolution 2005. Uh, that'll be a cool one to compare. Uh, we haven't really touched much at all on 2005, so it'll be cool to like kind of go in on that one. And then wrapping up about a month out for us on January the 16th, it's going to be the NXT UK Takeover Cardiff 2. That'll be uh, the most uh, the next upcoming network special, and we're gonna do that one against the wrestling pay-per-view that made Cass the die-hard mm. Shawn Michaels mark that he is today. It's gonna be WWF Royal Rumble 1995. Cass, one foot, one foot, one foot. Vince McMahon, the greatest call of all time, with the one foot of Shawn Michaels. And that lets Shawn Michaels bring down the beautiful Pam Anderson down the aisle at WrestleMania 95. But uh, it doesn't actually happen that way. He actually ends up with Jenny McCarthy, and Diesel comes up with Pam Anderson. But we'll get to that pay-per-view another day. We're going to actually be talking about the Royal Rumble, which is Shawn. The winner gets Pam Anderson. It's a magnificent show, and I can't wait to talk about all the shows we have coming up. Uh, yeah. Is that it, Daniel? Is that? Is I that... believe that's it, bro. That's going to do it for us here. It's another successful week for Kayfabe Comparison. WWF No Mercy 1999 by a landslide. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Kayfabe.com. My name is Mr. Know-It-All Daniel John Schaefer. He is the KG Cast Lush. Hey, now. And we will see you next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.